Welcome back to the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. In this episode, I have a conversation with my partner, Dallas, and we talk about eight different team members that you have to have on your team in order to grow your occupancy. Uh, what this really is, is you know eight different responsibilities, but critically important responsibilities that have to be in place. These systems, these processes have to be in place in order for you to grow your occupancy. You know, on your team, you may have one person who's going to be in charge of you know, all eight of these things that we cover, or it may be three or, three or four people who are in charge of all eight of these things. But at the end of the day, someone has to be looking at all eight of these things that we talk about because it's the only way that you will grow your occupancy. So I really hope that you enjoy this conversation about the eight types of team members that you have to have on your team. Welcome back to the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. It has been a little bit, but um, this is Luke and always is joining me is um, Dallas. Dallas, so glad that we can finally have some time to record an episode. There's no guest today. It's just going to be both of us. So I'm looking forward to what we're going to chat about today. And what we're talking about today is what are the responsibilities that have to be in place and have to be accounted for? in order to grow your occupancy. And specifically, one of the things that, that we're really going to focus on today is on the website side of things. So, you know, you've heard us talk about before, if you listen to this podcast, you really only have four options when it comes to driving traffic uh, and, and, and turning that traffic into tours. And one of those four is on the website, right? And so that's what we'll, we'll kind of focus on today. But you can take these same principles and apply them to you know, if you're driving traffic from referral sources, if you're getting your traffic from paid uh, aggregates, like a place for mom and caring.com, wherever it's coming from, doesn't really matter. You have to have these, these processes in place. And so the first, um, the first one is someone who can drive traffic to the website, Luke. So yeah, the first thing you've got to do is, you know, drive traffic to the website. Uh, I mean, so often, I see people who are so excited about a new website that they've designed and they've built and they've spent so much time thinking about, oh, this website looks um, just absolutely beautiful. And But what's so interesting to me is that when someone is building a site, they seem to focus a lot on you know, how the site looks and all of the features. And they don't really think about, well, we want to have this new site and we want to have this new site because we want it to perform better than the old site or else you know, you wouldn't be building a new one. And if you're building a new site, you obviously in the back of your mind are thinking, well, we we want this to perform better, um, but it's not going to perform better if you don't have a plan in place to drive traffic. So you can have the most beautiful website in the world, but if you don't have a plan in place to drive traffic to your site, to know where that traffic's coming from, to know um, who do I want to come to my site, uh, your your brand new website is not going to do any good. Um, you've got to have someone either on your team um, who is very familiar with, hey, this is this is you know the strategy of getting people to the website, or you need to hire an agency who knows, okay, um, you know I, I know how to get adult children and I know how to get seniors specifically to go to your website. So there's a lot of time often spent on making the the website look beautiful. I am all for beautiful websites, but even more than that, I am for beautiful websites um, that people can actually see. And so um, the first thing is you've got to have someone on your team who knows how do I get people to the website. Well, and and you you hit on a one point one point that I wanted to add on as well is when you talk about who are you going to drive to the website, 
if, if you're in assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, it is overwhelmingly the adult children of the residents that are coming to your site. So talk to them, right? Um, get them to the site. Independent living, that's a different story. If you, if you focus on more on independent living, then yes, it's a, it's a more of a mix. Uh, but what we find too is even if it's the uh, the seniors looking, they typically get their kids involved to help them search and find options for them. So uh, when it comes to who are you driving, just remember, you know, and as we get into the second part, you, you're going to be talking mostly by far to the adult kids. So uh, the second thing you need someone to do is optimize the website, right? So if you, once you've driven traffic to it, what does an optimized website mean? Well, it, it means a couple of things. Number one, it means that you are, you are speaking their language, right? You're talking to them. You're talking about the problems that you help them solve. You talk about how you're going to make their lives better. And, you know, we tell people all the time as we're doing the story brand, uh, uh, brand narratives for our, our partners that, you know, treat it, all of your marketing, not just your website, your, your, your brochures, everything, you know, think of it like you're dating, right? If, 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 if you go on a first date with someone and for some of us, it's been a long time since we've had a first date, but <laughs> remember those first dates and, and someone that all they did was talk about themselves and what they do and bragging on themselves and, you know, all the things they've done, all the places they've been, and they never ask you about you, there's typically not a second date. And that's what marketing is, right? It's, hey, let's let's grab coffee. Hey, let's get to know each other. Hey, let's go to a movie. Hey, let's go to dinner. It progresses. It's the same thing in the, in the, in the customer journey, especially with an emotional decision like senior living uh, is. And so number one is messaging. You got to have messaging that speaks to their problems and tells them how you're going to help them not only survive, but how you're going to help their family thrive through these difficult years. Number two is you got to make it easy for them to take the next step. And the two things there that really come into play is paint a picture of what the plan looks like. What does it look like to take the next step? What are the next two or three steps they've got to take? And how are you going to make this an easy process for them? And not really easy is not the right word, but it's simplified. How are you going to simplify what is a complex decision, right? Uh, and then ultimately, the, the biggest thing to optimize your website is let, making it easy for them to take that next step. And so, you know, we always talk about the, the two main calls to action are scheduling a tour or booking a tour and downloading something valuable, right? Uh, by the way, the number one thing that we have uh, downloads for with our partners by far is the pricing download. So we, we create a nice PDF that has pricing information. Uh, it's the standard pricing information. So when the one, one, one first biggest pushbacks we ever get is, oh, but our pricing changes. That's fine. You just say, this is our standard pricing, right? Which by the way, opens up an opportunity to have a conversation about any sort of discounts or specials or promotions you've got going on. Uh, but you've got to make it easy to let them take that next step and even schedule a tour. Instead of having to schedule a tour and all it does is send you an email saying, hey, you know, Luke Adams wants to, wants to talk to you about scheduling a tour and then hours go by or sometimes even days go by. What we recommend is having a calendar that's synced to your sales and marketing director's calendar that they can instantly book that time that works for them. They already know it works for you because it's free on your calendar. And, you know, you're, you're making things happen much, much quicker. Uh, and so, you know, having that, having that, those optimizations on your website 
really is the difference in spending thousands of dollars on a website that basically is nothing more than an online brochure and having your website that is a tour booking machine, right? And so that's what you really want is to build that machine that is consistently booking tours for your sales and marketing directors. All right. So number three, um, you've got to have someone on your team who's going to follow up with those website leads to, to convert them into tours. Um, this is, I think, uh, when we just think of, you know, where, where's the biggest opportunity for me to see immediate impact? I, it may be this one. It, it, I don't know. It may be some of the others, but it, it really may be this I, one. I, I, I don't think there's any maybe about it, Luke. I think this is the lowest yeah. hanging fruit for where people are losing. Assuming you're getting leads, right? You, you right. have to have those first two. But a lot of people do have those first two in place, but then they're not converting because of this third step, which is the follow-up. Yeah. So um, we we often are out there mystery shopping and uh, I mean, not truly mystery shopping, but more of just like, I'm going to go and, and you know submit a contact form or say, hey, schedule a tour or download whatever, just because we want to see uh, what is the response time? What does the follow-up look like? And I mean, more often than not, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, it's it's the exact same stuff. I get, you know, an email um, confirmation that's very templated. It, it doesn't feel uh, personalized at all. It's got eight attachments of every single piece of collateral the community has ever put together. It's six paragraphs long. Um, and then I may get another email follow-up four days later. Uh, again, it's not personalized. And then maybe one or two other emails, and that's it. And I don't hear back. Um, if that's the the current follow up that you are using at your community, I'm telling you, you are losing a lot of tours uh, because I mean, right now studies show that you've got to be following up with people over two to three weeks, you know, fifteen to twenty five times to get them to schedule a tour, to get them to take that next step. And it's nothing, you know, it's not like they're purposely trying to avoid you. They have a problem they're trying to solve, but, but, you know, our lives are busy and busy and and they are getting increasingly busier. And so there's a lot of things going on. So when you are reaching back out to them multiple times a week, you know, 10 times a week, uh, this is, it's not going to come across as a bother to them. If you, if you, if your messaging is right, it's going to come across as, oh, they really are trying to help me solve my problem. So you've got to have someone on your team who is going to follow up with leads to convert them into tours. I will add that the faster you follow up the first time, the shorter that follow-up can be, right? We've seen this trend. Uh, I don't have firm numbers on this, but I I can tell you that when, when our partners start using our systems and they're following up with a text message in the first two minutes of all these online leads, that 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 connection process is drastically reduced. It's more like five or 10 touches to get them into a tour, as opposed to 15, 20, 25 touches if you waited hours or days to start that process. Yeah. So the next one is once you get the tours booked, how do we begin the discovery before the tour? as well as how do we remind people to show up for the tours, right? And so what does that pre-tour um, system look like? That's another responsibility that somebody on your team has to own, or you've got to you know outsource that as well. But you've got to have those reminders so that if you book 10 tours this week and only three of them show up, well, now you've wasted a lot of time, right? Um, and so what we want to do is 
is make sure that at least, you know, 70, 80, 90% of the tours that are booked on the website are actually showing up. Um, when they do no show, what does that follow-up look like? Right. All of that follow-up from the time they book a tour to the time they actually walk in the door is absolutely critical because, you know, as we know, these adult kids, they're, they're being pulled in so many different directions, right? They're typically at the peak of their careers. They've got parents who are aging that need their help. And they've got kids in high school and college oftentimes that are going through some of the most transformational times in their lives that they need mom and dad, right? So don't feel bad about following up. Don't feel bad about reminding them, right? This is, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from our, our partners say, oh man, you know, this lady told us, thank you so much for reminding me. I was, you know, I, I totally forgot. I didn't put on my calendar or whatever. Um, but when you do follow up, follow up with value, right? So one of the things that we do is a couple hours before the tour is supposed to begin, we send them a text message that has a link to Google Maps that just says, hey, Luke, Dallas here, just uh, looking forward to seeing you here in a couple hours and wanted to make sure you knew where you were going so you don't get lost. Here's a link to our, you know, on Google Maps so you can get here easily on your on your phone or GPS in your car or whatever. Um, also, it's a great opportunity to give them any sort of specific information about parking or things like that. So it's not like your, your you know, boilerplate, bland, this is a reminder, you have an appointment today at 2 p.m. at blah, 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 right? It's not that. It's the casual reminder saying, hey, just want to let you know, you know here, here's, a, here's a link so you, so you don't get lost. By the way, the parking lot on, on Jones Street is closed. Make sure you go around back and, and on Smith Street, there's a, you know, come in that door. You can give them those kind of helpful tips that sound very personal uh, and very helpful. So add that value all the way through the process. Yeah. And it just makes it, it's in the grand scheme of things, it kind of seems like it's, it's a really small piece of it. And in some ways it is, but those tour reminders play a really big role because if you think about it, you know, the more people that show up, um, then the more tours you give and the better you get at giving tours and the more people you close. So, I mean, even that just small thing makes such a huge impact. Well, and lots of little small things can go, can take you from getting, you know, one or two move-ins a month to five or six move-ins a month. And, and this is really where the rubber meets the road. If, if you, if you need to increase your move-ins, these are the kind of things that you've got to do well. So number five, you've got to have someone to do pre-tour discovery. So um, if, if your current process is like this, if someone goes to your site and requests a tour and you just send them back an email a couple of times and find a time that works, and then you never talk to them again until they show up, you're missing a big step. Um, you've got to have a time where you can actually call them on the phone and learn a little bit more about what they're looking for. And so on that phone, you can find out, you know, why did they come to the website in the first place? Uh, was it because they are just you know, browsing for the next couple of years, they they can start to see maybe a slight decline in their parents' health. Maybe they need something, you know, right away. Maybe it's a little more urgent, something maybe in memory care. Um, and so you can start asking them some questions. You can learn about maybe some other problems, some issues that they're dealing with. Are there any other decision makers? Um, you know, maybe it's the adult daughter, but maybe there's another adult son that is also going to be a decision maker is, you know, are they both going to be on the tour? How's that going to look? So the more information you can learn uh, before your tour, the better the tour is going to be. 
Um, Dallas, any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I mean, and you can, the, the, the beauty of that pre or that pre-tour discovery is it's going to help you customize the tour for them. And, and that's going to make that tour so much more effective, which is the next step. You've got to have someone who's really good at connecting with these families on the tour. Right. And that is what most, um, most of the folks that we work with, that's what the marketing director is really good at. Right. They were hired to be that person. They weren't necessarily hired to do all this other stuff. It's, and it's also, it's very rare that you will find someone who is really good at the top of funnel stuff, like driving traffic to the websites, um, you know, optimizing the SEO and the, the PPC ads and the Google business profiles and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and optimizing a website and understanding the language to use and the, the calls to action. It's very rare that someone can do all of that and build an automated follow-up system and be really good at that personal one-on-one connection. That's typically a different, you know, whether you're in the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or whatever, those are typically different personality profiles. And so, you know, you may have a unicorn that's really good at all that, but I would argue that they're probably not as good at some of that stuff as someone else could be, right? So, but you've got to have somebody that can connect because this is where, this is where decisions start to get made, right? The first part is building interest, building curiosity, getting them, you know, acclimated into your community, you know, processes and everything. And, and, you know, the the old adage, a a mentor of mine told me a long time ago was facts tell and stories sell, right? And all this stuff so far, we're mixing in some stories, but they're gathering facts, And then now this is your time to share your story. This is your time to show how your story as a community is the perfect fit for their story as a family, right? And the more examples that you can give of other families, you know, and this is a great, um, you know, as far as we're talking about the discovery, the more you can find out about the discovery, the more you can find a family that fits exactly what they did and send them a video, right? So let's just say that, um, you know, mom has been, that they tell you in discovery that mom has, you know, she sits at home and she watches the news all day long, just sits in her recliner, doesn't have any friends, doesn't get to do any, doesn't leave the house, right? And and you've got a, a testimonial video of a family who went through the exact same thing. You send them that video before the tour, or you show them that video on the tour, right? But you're you want them to see, oh man, yeah, that's exactly what we're what we're dealing with, right? And look at look at what her mom did. Her mom was sitting at home doing the same thing our mom's doing, and now she's playing dominoes in the morning. She's doing physical therapy games in the afternoon. She's eating lunch with with these three ladies that they've become best friends. And you know, maybe it's even in some communities, you know, they're in the they're in they've moved into a community with their friends who they've been friends with for decades, uh, and now they're they're living again right? Whatever the problems are that they're dealing with, you need to share them an example as closely as you can with an actual story of, of how you've solved that problem before, right? So, you know, having someone that can connect on a very emotional level and give a great personalized tour is absolutely critical. So let's say you've totally knocked it out of the park so far. Um, You've, you've done just incredibly well with your pre-tour discovery. You gave an amazing tour and you get back to the office and you hand them 
you know, a brochure or a trifold and you say, well, yeah, just let me know what you think. Big problem there. So number seven big is you've got to have, yeah, big problem there. Number seven is you, you've got to have someone on your team who can follow up and close after the tour is over. So, I mean, I, you know, ideally, um, the, the dream situation is you give a tour and someone comes back to your office and says, you know, yeah, I, this is exactly what we're wanting. We don't even want to look anyplace else. We don't want to consider any other decision. Here's a check. We've, here's our deposit. And let's, let's schedule a date for a move in. Now you may have a few of those over the course of your career, but 99% of the time, that's not going to be the situation. And I don't have to tell you that you obviously know that. So after the tour is over, you have to have clear action steps for what is going to happen next. Um, because I think we're fooling ourselves if we think, well, they're just considering our community and it's our community and, you know, one other decision they're considering, are they going to keep their parents at home? You know, having someone come in to take care of them. And they're also going to look at the other four, five, 10 communities that, um, you know, within some kind of, you know, 10 mile radius of their home. So there is a lot of decisions they could make. There's a lot of competition with your community. So you've got to have a clear action plan of what is going to happen next after this tour is done. Uh, you're going to have a, a set time to follow up with them, or they're going to have a set time where they call you. You have something on the calendar. Um, and then you have scheduled follow-up. Okay. I'm going to call them You know, today. I'm going to give them a text tomorrow. I'm going to send them an email. The next day, have a system in place so that no lead goes um, unfollowed up with. I don't. That's obviously not a word, but you've got to have a plan for every lead moving forward after the tour is over. Well, and make sure that on the tour that process begins. So at the end of the tour, you tell them, okay. So the next thing I like to do is is you know come do a home visit, right? When's a good time for me to come in and 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 visit you guys at home? Or the next step is, you know, we'd like for you to come. Uh, we have an event next Thursday night. We would love for you to come, um, have a chance to visit with some of our residents and, and experience what it's like, you know, at an event, whatever that is, it has to be systematic. You have to do it every time. Um, and so you can measure that, you can manage that. And, and typically these two, the person that's giving the tour and the closer, that's, that's going to be the same person, right? Yeah. Um, that's part of that sales process. And then, uh, you know, finally is who's going to help the families with their downsizing uh, and the moving process, right? So a lot of times, you know, the, the families are, they, they've, they maybe have lived in a house for 30, 40, 50 plus years, and they got a lot of stuff they got to get rid of. That's an emotional thing for a lot of people because they have memories tied to all that stuff. Um, and, you know, wh what does that look like? How, who can help them make that less painful, make that more, make that, you know, simpler process, um, and kind of guide them through it. And, and, and again, this, this probably, if you have the right person in there that, that is empathetic and, and compassionate, but also sales minded, this is probably that same person. So the person that gives a tour and closes and kind of walks them through this for most of you is going to be the same person. Right. But uh, you know, for larger communities that, that maybe have a move in assistant, move in specialist type role uh, that would be this person as well. Right. So, um, and also this is, this is something great that, you know, for those of you that have limited resources, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a tip on this one too, is find a moving company in your area that, that does a lot of moves with senior adults into communities like this, because they typically will have somebody on their team that could help 
with the downsizing and, and all that stuff, right? Like there, there's one here in town, Dan Daniel at D and uh, we did a podcast with him several months ago that if you want to go back and, and listen to that for this particular situation, there's a lot of good tips in there as far as downsizing and, and moving from a house into uh, you know, a one bed community, uh, one bedroom in a, in, in a community. So, um, but the, this is, these are the eight roles that we've talked about. And again, you've got to have somebody doing them all. You could make it happen with one person in some cases, it's not going to be as good, right? It's just not. These are different personality types, especially like those first three, the, and let's recap them all real fast, right? So drive traffic to your website. Someone's got to do that. Someone's got to optimize the website to generate the leads, right? So that you can turn more of your traffic into leads and into book tours. And then someone's got to follow up with the leads to convert them into tours. And then somebody else has to remind people uh, about those scheduled tours, make sure they actually show up. Then we want to have someone who's really good at doing the pre-tour discovery so that you can deliver those ready tours to somebody who is really great at connecting with the families and giving personalized tours uh, and making those big connections, uh, those strong emotional connections. Uh, and then finally have someone who can follow up and close after the tour and then somebody that will help make the move simple, help, help them downsize. Uh, and so, you know, I think in an ideal world, these probably, this is probably three to four different people. Um, and that they may not all be in-house, right? Um, I, I think you would talk to our partners. They love having us handle basically the top three of these or top four of these, right? And, and we have different people to handle that, even within our teams. You know, we have a team of people that can take care of these first four for you. Um, and even part of the part of the fifth one, uh, but it's not all the same person that does it for us either. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has you know different uh, abilities and things that they're good at. Um, but here, at the end of the day, I think what here's what we see: the communities and the companies that have really good occupancy consistently have a system like this in place. And those who don't have a system like this in place consistently struggle with their occupancy because gone are the days when you can just, um, you know, hire a sales and marketing person, build a community and then fill it up and not really put much thought into how are we going to, you know, drive traffic to the website? How are we going to remind people, remind people about their tours? How, how are we going to do all these things we've just talked about? You have to have a system in place if you want to consistently have, you know, occupancy 90 to hundred percent. It's just, that's just the way it is these days. There's no way well, around you, it. When you build this system. So we went through this for your website, but you need to have the same system for referrals who come in from referral sources in the community. You need to have this same system in place for, you know, a lead from a place for mom or carry.com. You have this events. same system in place for events that you hold for word of mouth referrals, all that stuff. You have to have this system in place and, and you will see that when you have these systems in place, not only does it anecdotally help you get more move-ins, but it's going to make your life so much easier from a management point of view, because you, it, you have the systems in place. And that's really what we have um, gotten, gotten really good at um, in working with our partners. Absolutely. So I, I hope that you will, you know, think about this. If you have a system like this in place, wonderful. If you don't, highly recommend implementing something like this. If you want some advice, you know, feel free to to reach out to us. Just go to seniorlivingpros.com. 
and use our chat widget there and we will get back to you on you know what we can say hey uh, tell us about your current system what does that look like and then we'll give you some feedback on on what you need dallas anything else from you uh yeah i would add one more thing too is that you can have the same exact system in place to help hire staff and that's a really really big one uh if you need help with that we're happy to help you with that as well absolutely thanks dallas enjoyed it as always and uh, if you're listening to this hope you have a great day Thanks for listening to today's episode of Senior Living Marketing Success. Again, if you need help implementing these systems and these processes because you really want to grow your occupancy, just go to SeniorLivingPros.com and use our chat widget to ask us a question and we will get right back to you. Again, that's SeniorLivingPros.com and then just use the chat widget.